Welcome to Off the Clock, a podcast by Procino, Wells, and Woodland, where we take a team-centered, family-focused approach to serving the estate planning and elder law needs of our community on the Eastern Shore. I'm Megan Saksinski, Client Services Director here at the firm, and I'm joined today by Lynn Paxson, the owner of Oasis Senior Advisors of Delaware. We are excited to discuss her business, and I think we should get started. So thanks again for being with us today. We're excited that you're here and that our listeners are getting an introduction to Oasis. We know that when seniors or their loved ones on their behalf are beginning to think about aging outside their home, they can be really overwhelmed with all the options. Where should I go? Who should I call? What area of my state should I look? Should I look outside of my state? And we value your expertise in guiding families and their loved ones in that way. So um, since you can answer a lot of questions on this subject, we are super happy to have you as a guest. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. So I'm Lynn Paxson. And as you said, I am the owner of Oasis Senior Advisors for Delaware. We actually cover all of Delaware, but we do go into a bit of Maryland as well. So we cover uh, Wicomico County, Berlin, Salisbury, um, not quite all of the Eastern Shore, but we do have um, a nice presence there as well. And we are committed to the families that we work with. Our goal is to guide them in, you know, what options exist for them as they age. It's not as straightforward as one thinks that it would be, or many think it should be for them. Um, It's often eye-opening for both the senior and their family members that are involved um, when, when, you know, things start to change in their lives. And you know, they they thought things would go one way and that's just not how they're going. Um, or the impact that those things have is so much greater than what they anticipated. And we're there to guide them when that happens. And the best part that I love is there's no charge for our services. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the families don't feel like they're being taken advantage of. Um, we don't charge them for our services. Yeah, a really big myth to dispel right off the bat that there's no charge. Isn't that so common that folks would resist calling and reaching out just for fear of that? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, another big myth is that they're going to be pushed into doing something they don't want to do. That is never, ever our goal. That is actually the opposite of our goal. Uh, We do everything we can to help them age successfully and meet the goals that they have. So it's not about what we think the best solution would be for them because we're not them. We can't make decisions for them. But bringing them the information so they can make a more educated decision. Yeah, we do so much educating. It's, you know, people want to learn. They want to be, no matter what age you are, you want to make an informed decision. And, you know, you can't make a decision just based off of, you know, what Susie down the street said or your cousin in California told you or, I don't know, all, you, all kinds of stuff that, quite frankly, just isn't even true. But that's not the, the foundation to be making decisions. A lot of those things, people tell them and it scares them. And we can tell them what, what things are real. And if that scares them, then, okay, we can work through that. And what things, you know, that just are not a factor. 
And so what's the backstory? What led you to open and found Oasis Senior Advisors here in Delaware? Yeah, so that's a great question. This is not something that, you know, I grew up thinking I would be doing, right? Like it wasn't even a thing at that time. But, uh, you know, we, my husband and I had gone through an experience with my mother-in-law that, um, quite frankly, was not one I would wish on anyone. And you know, we didn't know that there was anybody that could have helped us. And at the time, there probably really wasn't. And we came across this new franchise system that was starting up. And when the, um, this, when I was talking to the CEO about why he started this, he started, he started that system because he went through an experience with his father. And he did engage someone and he's like, there's got to be a better way to do this. This is, this is not something that is being done that's about my family or the best interest of my father. I need somebody that actually cares and will help. That's why this started. And the fact that I saw that and said, somebody needs to do that for the people in Delaware. My husband was afraid that I was going to sign the papers before I came home. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I did not, but, uh, you know, somebody, you know, he realized that somebody has, somebody has to do it. Mm -hmm. And so for our listeners who have never had the pleasure of meeting you or hearing about your business before, let's break it down and describe the average, maybe if there is one experience of an adult who's aging at home, an adult whose health is changing, loved ones who are observing those changes in an aging relative. Let's describe what that experience looks like when the family or the client themselves are starting to recognize an interest or curiosity in looking for a home inside of a long-term care facility and what it might look like to kind of be managing those thoughts at home yeah. or as a family and what it might look like to engage you and kind of take the steps of your process. Yeah, uh, that's a really great question because oftentimes people, the the you know, the older person themselves doesn't recognize that things are changing. Some of that's a little denial, like we all have that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so totally get that. But uh, as, as they, some of these things can become significant. Some of the really uh, more obvious ones, um, and they are not always the first ones that you'll see are things like, you know, medications not being taken regularly or as prescribed. And when that happens, there can be um, health changes and or mental status changes, behavior changes. Uh, there can be a lot of impacts to that. That So the medication can then, you know, the lack of or too much of or the inconsistency of can cause things like fainting spells, falling, you know, significant things that then, you know, if you fall and you're older, it's much more, it's much easier to break something and it's also much harder to heal from that break. The impact of those things, you know, compounds over time with um, each of those things that happen. It's not just that you missed your medication today. It's all of the things that are impacted by that. And the end result um, could result in a hospital stay. It could, you know, be something really significant. Not always, but it could be. Uh, and so those are the things that you're putting at risk. But some of the more recent, some of the more the early stage things that you would see are maybe some gait changes, some, you know, being overwhelmed 
by the even the thought of managing the house. Doesn't mean that they physically can't get up and vacuum, but the overwhelmingness of managing a home becomes, you know, there's a lot to do as a homeowner. And the older we get, you just don't have the energy for that, right? So um, uh, those kinds of things, you know, maybe some hygiene, or there's some hygiene issues that we're seeing, right? Because it could become, you know, more challenging to, um, to groom yourself. So things start getting missed, right? Or they don't see things, uh, you know, weight change, you know, that's a big one, uh, you know, and, and the gait change, I mean, that's just, you're setting yourself up for more significant issues. One of the, one of the ones I like to point out is if you go to your, if you, if you're an older adult and you start doing this, or if you are a family member of them or a friend, if you start noticing post-it notes all over the house, I mean, I use post-it mm -hmm. notes, but I'm talking about, you know, unreasonable amounts mm -hmm. of post-it notes. Mm -hmm. um, there's more than likely a memory issue that they are hiding if, they're, if they start to seclude themselves into their home um, and don't take invitations to go to lunch with the girls or, you know, um, they're, they're not doing bridge anymore. Things have changed in their social activities more than likely there needs to be a memory conversation or consultation around that. Something to, um, to and, and, then, and then planning done for the future, the likelihood of that individual being able to live alone is um, long-term is, is minimal, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are some of the things to look for. And then when they engage us in the process, I mean, really we gather information so that we can guide them. So we are wanting to understand what's going on with them, you know, um, from a clinical perspective, although we are not clinical, but we need to understand what they're dealing with and understand what their challenges have become. Like, what are those things that are the most challenging? And what are those things that are starting to become challenging? Uh, we'll understand their financial situation. Um, we'll understand, you know, their, what they see their life like as they get older. Right. And a lot of times it's helping them understand that they can actually have a life again. Right. It's, you know, mm -hmm. um, some of them don't believe that that's really possible for them. Uh, we guide them through after we gather a lot of information about them, we're able to discuss, you know, what's possible for them. And once we understand what they want, we can then match them to those things that would be a fit for them. Uh, and then, and we're not done there. Like literally we are with them every step of the way. So we will, um, if we're looking at a place outside of their home, we will go with them. We'll meet them there to tour with them. We'll um, continue to check in with them, talk about the pros and cons of all of that, what their worries are from their perspective, right? Everybody has different things. And because you're because your neighbor thinks this place is great, it doesn't mean it's the right place mm -hmm. for you. Um, this is about you. It's not about your daughter. It's not about your son, your daughter-in-law, your sister. <laughs> it's your neighbor, your best friend. This is about you. 
and how you can have the life that you want. Well, as you're touring those families through some facilities that become options, I imagine you are driving a lot of the conversation because you're so yeah. well-versed in what questions should be asked yeah. and making sure that you know your client is getting to see all the things that you know might be important to them in plugging mm. in or plugging out of <laughs> that option. And so I, I had a note for myself and I wanted to be sure to ask what are some of those questions that families should be remembering to ask of facilities when they're doing that quote-unquote interview process so these places will ask you a lot of questions so I want you to feel free to ask them questions and we do even supply some um, some questions to ask not all apply to everybody but uh, you know so you'll want to understand you know um, if you're somebody that needs care, then what does that look like? How is that planned? Um, because it's not, they don't really typically explain that, right? So I'll explain it before we go. But hearing each community and how they go about that is important. Um, also, you know, when you need care, are the caregivers going to be available? So you want to understand if there are enough staff, especially you know, in times where, you know, it can be difficult to hire people. You want to understand what that looks like. And then what is that, you know, what happens if somebody calls out of work? Are we then going to be shortchanged? Like, how is that handled? Those are really good questions to understand before you make a commitment. Okay, so if you are a person that is going to need a secure memory um, care facility, then you're going to want to consider questions like, you know, what is the programming like? How, how do I know that my um, loved one is going to be engaged in that? Um, you know, what if they don't want to do any of those things? Or, you know, I'm concerned, which is often a concern uh, with people dealing with dementia, um, of her weight. So how do I how can I make sure that she's going to make it to her, her meals, right? And 90% of the time, they're going to say they will, they will bring them to their meals. But you need to hear that and understand how they're going to handle that process, right? Um, how they handle medication. Um, Big one. You know, that is really important. And that's also important, you know, in outside of the memory care. But especially in memory care, because they don't know what they're taking. They can have no say in that process or when they're supposed to take it. So if they're accidentally given somebody else's medication and there's, you know, not, you know, safety checks for that, you, you can create a lot of problems, especially in memory care where, you know, their, their drugs are super individualistic, um, you know, in dealing with um, various symptoms and behaviors of, of dementia. So you don't ever want to, to have those experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and you want to make sure that there should be also more caregivers um, in, per resident in a memory unit mm -hmm. than in other units because they need more attention. Um, you know, how is, what, what is it they do to ensure the staff is maintaining dignity even when, of the residents, even when oversight's not in the building, right? So, you know, that comes from the top down. So understanding that. Um, and then we'll also talk about having stable leadership and ownership of the, of the community because you, want, you don't want to have to move them again. 
um, unless it's absolutely necessary. But if something changes in the um, the place that you selected, you know, you want to, you know, hedge your bets there and understanding, are they financially secure? Are they about to go under? Because then it's a little bit riskier, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just like and they're a business like everybody else, so That's all right. of those things um, are really apply. important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the list of questions is really long, but I appreciate you highlighting some of those things that I'm sure our listeners are thinking, just like I am. Gosh, I would have never thought of that. Gosh, <laughs> I haven't done this before. I haven't yeah. shopped for a facility living before. And I wouldn't have thought to ask that or explore that or tuck away that knowledge for my own confidence. Yeah. So that's great. So we've already dispelled one myth about your fees, about there not being a fee to call you, work with you, have your guidance. And I was thinking maybe we could dispel a couple more myths Sounds great. So I think one might be, I need to move into the assisted living facility that is closest to my current home. Mm. I hear that a lot. So I will say that when there's a when there is an assisted living um, community right down the street, I would say it's maybe fifteen percent of the time that I find that that is ultimately the right place for that person. Interesting. Um, you know, it's not that we don't look at it. It obviously is in the mix because it's it's close. It's in their neighborhood. They believe that their friends are going to come and visit them and they may when they first move in um, once or twice and then they don't. That's just the way that goes. Um, you know, people have stuff to do in their lives and that's what they do. Um, and even if they intend to, to visit, they, they don't. Um, you know, or sometimes whether it's, you know, the, right down the street from them, or maybe it's right down the street from their daughter or their son, right? Mm-hmm. Same answer. Um, you know, your, your daughter or son, if they are going to come and visit you, they will come and visit you if it's a mile away or five miles away, they will still come and visit you. <laughs> That's right. So it's, and, and it's not going to be more frequent just because it's a mile away. It really won't be. That's that's how it ends up panning out. Um, but being, it's so much more, I just cannot stress it enough, being in the place that you can thrive is so much more important than being at the place down the street. Mm-hmm. It The impact of somebody going into a place just because it's down the street and it's not the right place can be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. I have seen um, people rapidly decline when they're in the place that's not right for them. Mm-hmm. It's our job to help guide you in that. I mean, you can still decide to go there, but we're going to weigh those pros and cons so that you help, so that you understand these are the, from your perspective, I'm not comparing one community to the other per se. I'm comparing them to what your criteria is and how these benefit you specifically. Mm-hmm. That's what we do as advisors. And we want you to see those things when we're on tours with you, we're pointing out the things in that community that are the reason why we thought that could be a potential fit for you, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're pointing those out so that you can see what those differences are so that you know then, you can then determine what is most important to you, having this feature or having the feature at the other place. Mm-hmm. And 
one of those features might be that it's down the road from your daughter, but ultimately <laughs> it's you that lives there 24 hours a day. And I encourage you to, to participate in making your own decisions, right? Not just pushing that off onto somebody else mm -hmm. um, because they can't possibly know what it is you want at this time in your life. Mm -hmm. So another myth might be if I choose one particular assisted living facility today as my new home, that is my forever home and I may never live anywhere else. That might be another myth. Yes, I think that is another myth. And that is absolutely, so 90% of the time, that is, a, that is just not true. Um, there are a couple of cases where, I mean, you can always leave, but it may cost you. Um, but most of the time you can give them 30 days notice and disengage, mm -hmm. you know, you're done. Um, you filled your commitment and you can, we can find a place that's a better fit for you. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, so don't ever feel that you are stuck because being stuck is not a good place to be as you go older. Right. You know, I think some clients have expressed that, well, my goals changed and that was the reason yeah. for my, my wish to move other clients, you know, it's as simple as well. It made sense to spend a couple years of retirement in Delaware. And now it makes sense to me to spend a few years in Pennsylvania for retirement. Um, mm -hmm. so things or like that daughter moved. Right. And you your want, support yeah, and that, and th maybe that's your only child or son, mm -hmm. and uh, and you know you want to follow them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, all of those things are possible. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, or something has happened, and you know now you've got somebody in Chicago, and you've always wanted to move back there because you grew up there. And we've done that. Mm -hmm. um, we've done all kinds of things. So we work um, across the country with our counterparts that are local so that you understand exactly what you're, you're getting, um, you know, from pretty intimate perspective. I think it's really interesting that when folks are shopping for the average res residential home, they do so much homework. You know, they, mm -hmm. they explore the area. I had a friend years ago who was shopping in a particular town and she found a particular home that she liked and she parked her car on the side road in that community. And she just sat there for a few hours, kind of seeing what activity was going on in the community and what, mm -hmm. you know, the neighbors were kind of up to. And that's a, that's not an extremely common example, but I think it's still a good example just to point out how invested we can be when we're shopping for, you know, a new townhouse mm -hmm. in a new neighborhood. But then when we start shopping for senior living, um, facilities like assisted living facilities, we approach it differently and we kind of stop thinking that our goals and our wish list and our ideal lifestyle is possible. Yes. And it doesn't have to be that way. So I hope yeah. that our listeners are thinking, gosh, I need an advisor if myself or my loved one gets to that point in my life that that's interesting or the right mm -hmm. move for me. And I, I think they're afraid. In all mm -hmm. honesty, my experience is they're afraid. And once they experience it, they realize it's not something to be afraid of. So much fear has been instilled in them over decades about what senior living is like. Mm -hmm. And it's just not like that. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's so helpful to have a professional like you, an advisor, like your team of advisors at Oasis to be able to guide them through that, you know, dispel the myths, yeah. reduce the fear, if not eliminate it. 
So I really appreciate you being with us today and letting us introduce our listeners to you and your business. I want to be sure that we say before we wrap up here, how our listeners can get more information about Oasis and your team. Great. So um, they can go to our website, which is oasisseniouradvisors.com slash Delaware. They can also call us directly at 302-366-4200. Wonderful. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being with us today on Off the Clock. If you'd like to learn more about us, visit our website at pwwlaw.com. Of course, you can contact us directly by calling 302-628-4140 or emailing info at pwwlaw.com. We're here to help you plan today to protect your families tomorrow. See you next time. Anything discussed on Off the Clock is for general informational purposes only and is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship. To obtain the most reliable guidance, listeners are encouraged to seek personalized advice from qualified professionals.